Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my good friend slash my co-host, Devin. And today we're here to break down the fourth episode of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Episode four, of course, titled, Is This Not Real Magic? Question mark. Mm, very uh, un- anonymous there. But before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics, that is optics with an X, or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Nevin, how you been since our our previous recording, (laughs) not five minutes ago? (laughs) Yeah, we're we're keeping it rolling here. I'm just, I'm blessed that... We have NFL football back today. Yes, sir. Yes, we do. You know what? I think that that really, there we go. I, I, I think this, this is very fitting, even though it's, it's drafting, but. It's all about the chime, that, that NFL draft chime. NFL has perfect like musical cues for everything. Like every channel has their own. Like I'm sure you've seen that TikTok of all the different dances between the the different theme songs. Yeah. Are you in any uh, fantasy football uh, leagues this year? Yeah, I'm doing three this year. It's exciting. Three? Holy moly! What? Okay. So, what are the names of your teams? Because I'm only in one. See, I like to come up with names based on the players I draft. I'm still still workshopping some names, but um, one of my teams is Najee's in Paris, and I drafted Najee Harris. <laughs> nice, nice. I like that. Uh, mine is the uh, the Valerian Steelers. I guess nice little some nice little Game of Thrones action in there. I almost changed it to um, I was looking for an Avatar: The Last Airbender like football team, and I was like, oh, Team Avatar. I'm like, ah, like it's it's a great name, but I found one online, and it's called Bend It Like Bayfong. (laughs) For Tom Bayfong, the Earthbender. For all those people who don't know Avatar: The Last Airbender, if you know, you know. So it was between Bend It Like Bayfong, which I love that name. I was like, I'm thinking I'm going to go with Valerian Steelers right now. You know, Game of Thrones is back. You know, House of the Dragon is here. It just seemed Fitting. You know, we got that Valerian steel from Dark Sister for um, Damon's sword. And then, you know, that that is there's another uh, sign of the uh, Targaryen household. They have some some really, really nice steel um, uh, swords there. But as we mentioned before, we're going to be covering episode four of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. So the way this is going to go down, of course, we'll get into our initial reactions. We'll get into a little bit of spoilers here and there. We'll talk about the post credit scene that hits every single week. And then we're just going to give our final thoughts. And we're going to skedaddle on out of here. So as I said before, we're not going to be giving our rating of She-Hulk until the season finale. But Devin, are you ready to get into our She-Hulk episode review here? I'm so ready for more Wong. <laughs> Wongers! Yes! <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to She-Hulk Attorney at Law, Episode 
four. Show me your match your profile. No. <gasps> Jennifer. Gab. Baby steps. There we go. All right. Quite nice, actually. Oh, my God. We're not using your corporate headshot as your profile photo. Je <laughs> What's your first date going to be? Webinar? This is exactly what Come you want to Okay, there's no judgment. But that was a really bad choice. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Are you swiping? <laughs> yes, of course. Come on, it's a numbers game, all right? After about 500 swipes, you're going to get about a third of those as matches, and then that's when the real filtering happens. <laughs> Oof. Hetero life is grim. Nikki, you're not helping. Yes, I am. Come on. This is good. What if you made a profile? Hear me out. As She-Hulk. I thought you hated the name She-Hulk. I do, but I don't know. I can't stop saying it. It's really catchy. No, if I'm going to date, it's going to be as Jen. Right. Regular old Jen. All right. And we are back with our She-Hulk Attorney at Law episode four review again this is titled is this not real magic question mark so man i guess we'll just start off with our initial reactions devin what did you think of this episode thought this was another just solid funny entry into the series here um i just i love the format they've set up here where it seems like they're going to do a different client every week there's going to be some kind of wacky uh situations that ensue it's exactly what you'd expect from a situational comedy. Um, there's been a lot of complaints about there being too much humor in a sitcom, which is just mind-numbing, and I don't understand the thought process there, um, especially considering it was created by a Rick and Morty writer. I mean, you all knew that coming into this, and the first episode, uh, She-Hulk herself tells us that it's a fun lawyer show. She tells us directly what the show is. But people are expecting it to be something else. They expect it to be something that they want more. And it's just baffling. I, I'm just becoming so tired of the discourse that we've been seeing on Twitter and online of, this show's too funny. Why is the show so funny? Or like, why is it trying to be so funny, I should say? It, it's a sitcom. We all know this. You should know this by now. It's, it's, it's doing its job. Like, you don't watch Seinfeld or The Office to get like dramatic scenes or like character development. You watch them because you're funny. I need to know what the expectations are. I understand that the MCU has an issue of, of pumping in some more comedic elements into some serious moments throughout the movies and shows. But from the get-go, this was set up as a sitcom, and we all knew that. And nothing has changed. So, I don't know. That's, that's what I got. But I liked it. And that is a Devin rant <laughs> in the books. Maybe the first ever I in felt pop. right. I totally agree with you. I mean, it's... I enjoyed this episode a lot because it seems this show is moving towards like a case per week type of show where it is very serialized, as I've said in other um, in other past episodes, since we are now in the fourth entry, I believe we have five more to go. I think it's nine total, I believe. But no, I really did enjoy this episode. You know, we have... Wong, who seems to be in trouble, and it's like, hey, she is a superhuman lawyer, so she would be helping those people who are in that, you know, sphere. So, like, who better to be, you know, we have Emil Blonsky. You know, we got we got that case in the books, but we have yet to see if he's going to appear up uh, again or not. And now it's dealing with Wong and this <laughs> and this magic, a magician imposter of, in a way, such a fun, <laughs> fun side adventure we get here. 
Yeah, and, and I, I do agree where it's, I don't know, like, I mean, if you don't like the show, you don't like the show, and that's totally fine. If you don't find the humor funny, that's different, but it does seem like there is a lot of online discourse where it, it almost just seems as if, it seems as if people are critiquing the show based on what they want to see instead of what's in front of them. I don't understand what the expectations were to begin with, if that's the case. Right. And unfortunately it has been with a lot of these female led Marvel shows or superhero shows um, in general, especially with Marvel, it seems they seem to be getting a lot of unnecessary flack. And I just, I don't know. I, it's it's very w- weird. It's like all of a sudden we have this this fun comedy show, and then it's like, well, people are saying, well, it doesn't it it doesn't fit um, in with the rest of the MCU. It's not consistent. And I'm like, like you said, you know, we were talking about it earlier on Twitter, Devin. You know, like Wong is the most one of the most comedic characters in the entire MCU. Like, why since would he- his very introduction? He was listening to Beyonce in the library and we knew that Wong was, was that guy. Yeah. I just feel like people are just taking this show way too seriously. I adored this episode. It is hilarious. We get a little bit more um, insight into Jennifer Walters uh, dating life. You know, she's in her thirties and there's always been that running joke of, Hey, it's hard to meet someone in your thirties. And it's like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> kind of, sort of, it's, you know, it's p- people are crazy out there. We, we see the encounters of a, uh, of a bad date, uh, gone, you know, completely sideways. And then what do they call it? Match love or love match, something like that. Matcher. It's matcher. So yeah, it's basically like Tinder, but I, I got to say, Devin, the, the, uh, the hero of this episode was Madison M A D I S Y N N two N's and a Y where you wouldn't expect it to be just such a such a great line and a great character <laughs> one Y but it's not where you think <laughs> and it's it's hilarious I mean if also if you are planning to watch the Sopranos at all <laughs> you might want to skip through uh, a few of these. Um, <laughs> Yeah, spoiler alert for the the twenty year old Sopranos show, but uh, it's it was hilarious seeing Wong just watch Sopranos. You hear that theme song, and you just know yeah. what he, what's up. He's just trying to hang out, and uh, he gets bombarded by Madison. I I absolutely love it. Like I I mean Wongers, Wongers. Like I don't even need Wong to get his own like show. I just enjoy that this is just a hey, this is a fun, cool lawyer show. Like. Jennifer Walters, Tatiana Maslany has said in the past, and then it's it's almost as if people just can't enjoy things for what they are because if 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 the episode's good, oh, then we had a lot of people talking about the the twerking post credit scene, and then it's like people were just nitpicking and tearing things apart, and I I just I really don't understand how it's like where where's the same energy when when uh, Deadpool. Uh, first comes into the MCU, like it's going to be the same thing. He he's a comedic character. He's going to have a comedic movie. There's going to be other characters from the MCU that go into that movie and are comedic, and that's expected because that's his character. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, like I said before, with with this episode four, I mean it it puts it. We're we're seeing Jennifer Walters in her element. We're seeing her take on these cases where it's like, hey, she. Obviously, Wong is a very, um, I guess you could say, minimalistic type of person when it comes to certain things. 
And, you know, he needs to understand the American justice system, which she then explains to him how things kind of go down. And like, this is technically, this is technically Marvel's first comedy. Like there's this comedy in a lot of Marvel properties, but there's a lot of comedy in a lot of other like film and TV shows that doesn't necessarily mean that they're labeled a comedy, but regardless of if you found this episode funny or not, or this, the series, I mean, that that's up to you. That's fine. If it's not your type of humor, it's not your type of humor, but it just seems like there's a super weird double standard sometimes, or at least the people that I've encountered with online where it's like, you know, you kind of just have to loosen up and take out the restraints and stop taking it seriously because it's not going to go down those serious routes. Like she Hulk has always been like this in the comics as well. Like my, uh, my friend, Mike, uh, Thomas was actually showing me a few comic covers of like the sensational she Hulk. And so on, on the front of the comic, uh, of at least the final, uh, issue of this, uh, sensational she Hulk, she's saying, okay, kids, we had a deal now hand over those X-Men comics. And, you know, she's holding her own comic book, like a miniature version of the cover of the comic book that we're holding that she's also holding. It's like, it's just. It's funny. Like, and there's another one where she's like, okay, this is your second chance. If you don't buy my book this time, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to come to your house and rip, um, rip up all your X-Men kind of, it's just like, that. that's just how it is. Like that was on like the first issue of the sensational She-Hulk, the one I just mentioned. And then, you know, like, okay, kids, we had to deal my hand over those X-Men comics. So it's like, it, that's just who She-Hulk is. Like she's very self-aware. It's like when She-Hulk twerks, it's blasphemy. But there's so many other examples of just male characters dancing. Like obviously Star Lord's hip thrusting, Zemo's dancing in the club. I mean Deadpool did a whole like like stripper dance and and what was it Deadpool two? Like and, th- and there's no issues there. Those are all like funny and accepted. But as soon as a, a woman does it, it's like unacceptable. And our kids can't see this. This is terrible. Like, what? What is the deal? I don't understand. I I I don't either. It it is very. I I do feel like it is a bit of a double standard sometimes when it comes to these, uh, with these shows. But you know, back on track with the actual episode. I I, I really enjoyed it. I know we went on a tangent there for a bit, but that's okay. Um, it 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 all. It's all relevant. It's all about perspective. So yeah, it's just very um. It's weird sometimes, but overall, um, let's let's get back on track here. Let's get into yeah, our spoiler. At the end, um, she finally has a successful date and has a fun night, seemingly, and then she goes back to Jennifer Walters' form, and he kind of runs away, which is kind of a sad moment at the end because you see you see a look in her face of very she was very disappointed. Then she cracks a joke at us to kind of make it make it all better, and then mm. she gets served at the end because Titania is uh is coming back. Oh yeah, that's yeah. She's uh, she's well. Before I go any further, I do apologize. We have one. That's your first. Uh, that's your first spoiler warning here on the channel again. That's your second warning here on the show, not the channel. Sorry. Um. So yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, definitely turn it back. But yeah, so she is getting um sued because <laughs> I guess Titania she has trademarked She Hulk. It's just the dumbest thing, but it's so funny at the same time where it's like she resolves one issue and then another issue arises at the end of the episode. And that's what makes this feel so serialized, this series itself. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, 
my and, and just make sure you're excited if you're like what client she's gonna have next week like like where it's gonna go from here because you like this setup just makes it so that you can do so many different stories and you can just have so much fun with it mm-hmm yeah, it, it's like I said, man, you know, these sensational She-Hulk, she's like, hey, kids, get rid of these X-Men comics. Like, you know, you're going to read my stuff. <laughs> it's like we had a deal. Now I hand over those X-Men comics. Yeah, she, she's a comedic character and she has always been in touch with her sexuality. And that's just that's what the character is like mm-hmm. through and through. So it's just a, a misunderstanding of, of everything that she represents, I guess. Yeah, it's just really unfortunate sometimes when you have like these female-led shows and it's like people can't just enjoy things for what they are anymore. It seems like it, it almost feels like there are people out there who are nitpicking at the show. Granted, the majority of these people who are probably listening to this are like, oh, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, if you go on like Reddit, Twitter, especially Twitter, where we, we usually get all of our information, um, good and or bad, um, that'll definitely... Uh, <laughs> IMDb is a hotbed for these reviews. Yeah, that as well. Rotten Tomatoes. And for some reason, it's cool to hit on Marvel now for, for whatever reason. I mean, like, if you don't like something, that's fine. But I don't know. I don't need to be constantly reminded that you don't like something. Because there's a lot of things that I don't like that I'm not, like, constantly shoving down people's throats. So, I don't know. It's, it's Marvel's first comedy. And that kind of just gives you the signal to loosen up. You know, we're not going to have, like, this super sappy or like you know spiritual journey with this character we're just gonna have fun it's gonna be about jen walters doing her thing it's gonna be about a woman in the workplace you know overcoming these issues helping out these superhero individuals um and her new job and you know hopefully we'll get more of uh madison and wong what's that madison spinoff it's honestly a perfect casting between both of them like they really just hit it off as besties and it's so funny what happens in this episode it's about 35 minutes long not super long so i kind of appreciate that and like the show knows when to you know bow out and you just move on to the next week um i know we're still waiting on a specific individual to come out um i know i've said that before with when it comes to cameos, but that's a conversation for another time. Devin, is there anything else you wanted to mention before we close out here? Yeah, I'm sure the discourse is going to be amazing when when Daredevil arrives. It's just going to be so enjoyable. Uh, it's it's so crazy. I was talking to Mike Thomas about it, and he he made some really good points. Um, it's it's weird. It's like people aren't watch. He said that people aren't watching to enjoy shows anymore. And that they're watching the universe and that's when people get upset. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But it's like, you know, the, the She-Hulk trailer, he, this is something also mentioned saying that, that like the She-Hulk trailer itself sold us on, um, you know, shots of Daredevil. And so instead of focusing on, instead of, you know, the hardcore fans, I guess you could say, instead of the hardcore fans focusing on, on She-Hulk, they're focusing on Daredevil and they're more concerned about Daredevil appearing and how the series treats their, their golden child essentially, because the series Daredevil has like held such a high bar for a lot of just um, superhero shows altogether. But 
you know, I was just talking to uh, Mike about it and just wanted to shed a little bit of light because I think he has some really good insight on this stuff. Uh, definitely follow uh, Mike Thomas, a.k.a. Novice Cinephile on Twitter for um, all sensible needs that you may need for anything comic book related. The dude is a genius when it comes to that stuff. But yeah, overall, I really enjoyed this episode and I can't wait for more. So <laughs> let's bring back Madison. Yeah. <laughs> Wongers. Wongers. <laughs> he's just like, it's hilarious. He he seems so content, but he's like, God, can you just like, you know, maybe uh <laughs> maybe they can have a bit of a bit of chemistry there. The post credit scene we haven't mentioned yet, but uh yeah, she's yeah. back cuddling on the couch with them and yeah. they're, uh, they're sharing what? a drink possibly. <laughs> and she's just consistently spoiling the Sopranos for this poor man. <laughs> yeah, it's just he just can't he can't watch now. Yeah, it is hilarious though. Like when I saw watching it for the, I was like, oh, he's watching Sopranos. I'm like, I wonder if they're gonna like mention it. They definitely did. So it's it, yeah, perfect casting. Like if, if anything, this amazing. So yeah, that pretty much concludes our episode review of She-Hulk episode four. Um, so if you liked what we've heard on today's episode. Please consider subscribing to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be. Make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics podcast with a movie lover in need. So really quick, by the time this is out, our House of the Dragon episode four spoiler free review will be out. And we're also going to be covering the Barbarian uh, movie is coming out in theaters this coming up weekend and we'll be dropping that hopefully on September 12th on a Monday and definitely make sure to check out our Avatar The Last Airbender book sorry book three fire I almost said book three earth uh, review that will be dropping in September later on in September but you can also check out our book two earth series revisited as well so with all that said we hope you guys have a great day We'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. And we'll see you guys in court. Peace. <laughs> Call my lawyer. <laughs> Wongers.